0: Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about Leslie's recent trip to Alani, going over what you need to know if you plan to visit the Hawaiian Disney Resort anytime soon. Find all episodes of the podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. We just realized that Apple Podcast versions in other countries have separate review sites. So, a very belated thank you to JJ Andrews 1711 and Mandy the Moocher for your reviews, from Great Britain and Canada, respectively. If you've left us a review, feel free to contact us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com to let us know. You can also contact us anytime at www.deciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Consider supporting the show regularly or with a one-time donation at patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, and let us know if you have any topics that you'd like us to discuss. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies.
1: And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes.
0: And so today, Leslie recently got back from a week-long trip. Week-long trip, was it?
1: Six nights. Close.
0: Yeah, so a week-long trip to Alani in Hawaii, Disney's resort over in our westernmost state. And so, you know, we just wanted to talk a little bit about our trip. And I also have a trip coming up in July to Alani, and that would be my first time. So I am really looking forward to hearing about your trip and also picking up some tips that I can use for my own. So ready to get into it, Leslie?
1: Let's dive into it. And if you're new to Alani, we do have an Alani 101 episode that you can go back and listen to. If any of the terms I'm using, I'll try to explain them as we go are unfamiliar,
0: but yeah, and you can check that episode out at episode 37. So if you want to know more about the resort in general, you know, feel free to check that one out and then come back to listen to this. So Leslie, how'd you go about uh, booking this trip? Let me just get this out of the way. I know you got super cheap Southwest fares that morning that Southwest announced that they uh, had their tickets on sale for Hawaii. So we'll get that out of the way. <laughs> it was very cheap for you to fly there, but I'm curious, like how did you book your Alani stay? Did you rent DVC points like we've talked about, or did you, you know, just book through the website? What happened there?
1: Yeah, this time I actually booked through the website and they were having a 30% off spring deal at the time. And they, they do run these like deals um, several times a year, That are up to about 30% off. So I was like, you know, happy with that, at least from Disney. And the reason I did book through the website and I didn't go the route of DVC points is that we were not sure that we were going to be able to take this vacation. My husband had a potential work conflict on calendar, but we, you know, we knew the spring break dates for my kids were set and we wanted to hedge our bets. And by booking straight through Disney, we knew we could cancel up to, you know, five days in advance and wouldn't be on any money. So we just couldn't do the DVC rental route this way. And and we still felt like the deal we were getting was not like eye poppingly, you know, shocking. We we rented a studio condo for I think it was about $550 a night, which, you know, yes, that's eye popping <laughs> for hotels yes. more generally, but <laughs> but Alani is not, you know, any old hotel. And uh, you know, that's a pretty good deal for a studio at Alani.
0: And so, the studios at Alani, do they still have kitchens, like a full kitchen, or is it just like kind of like a microwave thing or nothing?
1: They have what I'd call a kitchenette. There is a microwave, a regular size microwave, and there's a, a fridge that's bigger than a dorm size fridge. It's a mini fridge, but like it has a real freezer compartment, and like you can fit a gallon of milk and some other, you know, Cokes and you know bottles of water and things like that in there. I mean, it's a it's a fridge that's big enough for a family to have a substantial num- number of groceries in there. And then there's a toaster as well. And of course, coffee maker and things like that. So you really have enough to get by for breakfast and also for lunch with those studio kitchens. No, no oven, no range, but I don't want to cook like that on vacation anyway.
0: We'll be staying in a two bedroom villa and I think we might end up cooking like that on vacation, but we'll see. Uh, my parents are tagging along for the Alani portion of our Hawaii trip, so that's wild they'll be there. So, in general, prices seem to be cheaper during the shoulder seasons. Is that correct? Because, like, I know there was like zero discount from rack rate if I was buying uh, if I was renting from Alani directly when I was looking for July.
1: Yeah, I mean, during the summer, and of course, like at Christmas and Thanksgiving, there usually aren't deals to be had. But I mean, surprisingly, like I was going the first week of April, it was a peak spring break week. And there was really no reason that like, there should be a <laughs> deal, but there was and the, the key is really just finding that deal early and again you know there's no cancellation fee there's no risk to going ahead and locking yourself in a room 6 or 9 months in advance if you think you might be going because those deals will be gone 2 or 3 or f- even 4 months out if you you know aren't aren't on top of it so Definitely, I would say keep checking I, for anybody going this fall, fall of 2019. Alani's going to have a major pool renovation. They're doing a bunch of things to their pool area, and not all of the pools are going to be open all of the time. So there are major fall deals going on because of that, but you're not getting sort of the full experience. So buyer beware.
0: So for renting from Disney directly, you know that is it's like kind of the same deal with Disney World or Disneyland. You just pay the first night as a deposit. That you can get back.
1: Yeah. You pay the first night as a deposit that you can get back and then you pay the rest when you arrive on property. And it's a little bit terrifying to swipe that card and it's going to be several thousand dollars, but there you go. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm going to reserve my comment on how much our stupid vacation cost, but uh, at the very least, I was, I, was, I was actually thinking about it as we were prepping for this. Uh, I paid for that upfront because I rented DVC points. And so the sticker shock is over because it was already shocked.
1: That's right. Sun cost, sun cost. Yeah, sun so. cost now.
0: So I'm curious if you're there at spring break, can you give me? So, my biggest worry is that we're going to be there in July. It's going to be super crowded and like the pools are going to be teeming with human beings and it's going to be tough to fight for beach space. If you were there at spring break, did you get an impression for how full the hotel was? And if it was pretty full, you know, how did that translate to um, the pool and the beach and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, so I was a little nervous for you, Joe. I have to admit, hearing that you were going during peak summer summertime because I had never been during what I would call a peak season before. And I had two trips prior to this. But the time we were there, for the 6 days we were there, Alani was at between 90 and 95% capacity the entire time. So that is about as full as they get. I mean, no hotels really ever at 100%. So They were very, very full. There was actually a kind of like a conference or a corporate event happening that had bought out a hundred of the rooms in the resort during this time we were there. So that really kind of filled it up even more than probably the usual spring break crowds. And it was not bad. I have to tell you, I'd heard horror stories from other people who'd gone during peak times and I kind of was bracing myself and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, there is you know, a jostling for the pool chairs. I mean, that is just the way it seems to be these days at any any resort really major. Yeah. At any resort, like people want to get the best spot and, you know, people put the towels down and try to hold it. And, you know, Disney does have their little procedure for trying to clear chairs that are not being occupied, but You know, And the thing is, is you're up early in Hawaii anyway, because of the time difference. And my husband just always ran down, grabbed us chairs, and we just kind of made sure we were occupying the most of the day. And we never wanted for chair space. But um, that's probably the only frustrating part. But like, there are chairs. It's not like you won't get chairs. You might not just get the chairs that you really, really want. First world problems.
0: Got it. Did you go to the beach at all?
1: Yeah, we did go to the beach quite a bit, and Alani's on a a nice little protected lagoon, man-made lagoon, and there are a lot of chairs there. Chairs are not a problem at the beach at all. I mean, like half of them were empty the entire time we were there, even plenty of front rows.
0: So, And it's public, right? Because all Hawaii beaches are public, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah,
1: the beach itself is public, but the chairs, you have to be staying at Alani to be using, and like the various equipment they have there. They have a little beach hut on the, the beach that you can borrow boogie boards and sand toys for free. So that's really nice. So, yeah. But the beach situation, don't worry about the crowds at all, like at least until they build Atlantis next door. But we got a couple more years for that. Are they doing that? Well, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, boy. There's been, I mean, it's been a slow go because the plans are pretty ambitious and in fact, they had already cleared the land when I was there last in the fall of 2017. So I was really anxious, like going back this time, I was like, wanted to check out what had happened since my last day there a year and a half prior and nothing had happened. But actually the week we were there, there were some announcements in the local paper that things are, you know, starting to proceed and designs have been released. So, I mean, we're still a couple of years off, but I'm, I'm not noted. looking forward, not Be looking forward to in
0: 2022. <laughs> yeah. So, tell me about some of the on-site activities that you uh, did when you're at Alani. Like, what kind of activities at the resort did you find enjoyable?
1: Yeah, so since this was our third trip, we kind of didn't feel the pressure to do it all because we have done it all, and we really gravitated this time towards just spending a lot of time at the pools and the water features. So there's a lazy river, a Waikolohe stream that we. Went around again and again. That was my five year old son's favorite thing to do. Did the water slides a couple of times or two slides. And uh, my husband and daughter, especially, did those a lot. And Minahuni Bridge. This is going to be where I predict that your family spends most of their time, Joe. It's this awesome water playground with like smaller water slides and like spouts and splash pad kind of features. And I think it's limited to kids who are 48 inches and under, but they're kind of flexible on that. Like older, you know, siblings can go with younger siblings and it is awesome. Like my son did not want to leave. He would be there hours and hours and hours in a row. And yeah, that's awesome.
0: That does sound good. Cool. And then what, you know, what other activities did you do? Um, I know there's a luau. Are there other things?
1: Yeah. So the luau is just a couple nights a week. So you do have to check the schedule for that to make sure that you uh, don't miss the couple of opportunities that you have to do that. And we did do the character dinner again, Menehune Mischief. They also have a breakfast. And again, the character dinner is only a few nights a week. The breakfast is daily. So we did do the character meal. I think that's a great way to see a lot of characters because we did not go out of our way to like keep leaving the pool to go see the latest character who would come out this time. And just, it was breaking up our day too much to kind of like keep chasing the characters. So So what
0: characters are at the meal?
1: It's different for breakfast and dinner. Let me see if I can do this from memory. Uh, Dinner, (laughs) uh, Menahoon Mischief, the character at the entrance that you get the photo with is Donald. And at the dinner is Chip and Dale. And I believe Goofy, if I'm remembering correctly, and and Stitch uh, is there as well. And then the morning, it's sort of more the, the guaranteeing character is Mickey. And there's, you know, some more of the fab five style and stitch i think is also at the breakfast if i'm not remembering properly but stitch stitch is very ubiquitous at alani so you know he's hard to find at the other u.s disney parks but you will not miss stitch at alani
0: got it and so tell me about like the regular character meet and greet so it sounds like from what you were saying there's just kind of like a spot and then they just show up or you know what does that look like
1: yeah, there's a spot kind of near outside, like in the little central area, but like not far off the lobby. There's a spot where a lot of characters will kind of come out during the day. They, they there actually is a schedule if you check it. Like one of the pool huts where you get your wristbands and your towels for the day. They they have a listing. And there's also a number that you can call from your hotel room after about like 8 a.m. for the day. And they actually give you the schedule. So if there's a character you really want to see, like one that a lot of people want to see is Duffy, the Disney bear, the catering to the Japanese audience for sure. Um, But he's not daily. So you got to like kind of he's a little a little elusive. So call that number or check the schedules and, and make sure you squeeze in Duffy. We missed him this time, but so be it.
0: I'm sure that for Duffy, you're like competing with hordes of Japanese tourists.
1: Yes, very much. And Moana also is super hot right now, of course, too.
0: Yes. Talk to me about, you know, I know that you've been there enough times that you kind of have a feel for what can be done offsite. So, you know, what kind of time did you spend like outside of Alani or were you there the whole time like you normally are?
1: We made it a part of our mission to actually leave the resort this time because, yeah, I felt like it's, it was kind of a shame. I'd been to Oahu, you know, twice before and like never left Alani property. So we did schedule a day to leave. We did not rent a car from the airport because we knew there was a, an Alamo on site at Alani, and, and parking is expensive. So we didn't want to pay for that. So we rented from Alamo in the morning, just a day-long rental, and left the resort, drove up to the North Shore, went to a bunch of the beaches, some food trucks, spent a little time hanging out at another resort called Turtle Bay. And um, yeah, it was, it was lovely. We also went to Waimea Valley, which has a, a short paved hike to a gorgeous waterfall that you can then swim under. And so, yeah, that was totally worth it. A highlight of our trip to actually leave. But I, I, you know, on previous trips, I felt like they were too short for me to, you know, be paying that whatever $500 plus a night rate and then not taking advantage of the amenities of the resort for the day. So on a, on a longer trip, I felt like less bad about that. And we still did, you know, get back and, spend some time in the pool before we went to bed for the night. So we got like some value out of that, that day. But, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it is nice. There's so much going on in Oahu. And, and I think a lot of people, especially if you're like really watching your budget, it might make sense to book like say three nights at Aulani and then book like a couple of nights at another cheaper resort somewhere else in Oahu that will give you the chance to explore Oahu, like a little more guilt-free.
0: Yeah. So we are staying in Waikiki um, for a few nights before we go to Alani. And I mean, it's not like cheap, obviously, but I mean, rates are like half of what you paid. Um, and I hear that Waikiki is the place to go these days to eat. Um, so it's not as kind of, well, I'm sure it's still super touristy, but it's a much nicer area to visit if you want to eat your way around Hawaii these days. Speaking of eating, you know, I know that the price point for food at Alani can be very high. So, you know, tell me a little bit about kind of how you split up eating at the resort. And I know, I think there's a restaurant like outside the resort that you really like. So, you know, can you give us some tips about um, how to best handle food?
1: Yeah. Like I mentioned, we, we did order groceries because we had that kitchenette in our studio condo. We used Instacart and ordered from Safeway because that's just what we know as Californians. And uh, so we we definitely ate breakfast most mornings in our room, um, just had a little bite. And a lot of the rest of the time, we were actually eating at Ulu Cafe, which is the quick service restaurant at Alani, And it's super, I mean, it's super reasonable in the grand scheme of things, I guess, for Disney prices and Hawaii prices. And the hit, the thing that you're going to want to try, Joe, is the poke bowl. They have that I think from about 1130 to three daily and you can kind of like pick your protein and pick your like rice or or things like that and vegetables. And it's super, super delicious and actually a a pretty generous portion like a kid could probably eat off of it with you. So that was something we made a lot of use out of. But um, yes, offsite restaurants do make sense. There's one across the street called Monkey Pod that's very good. It used to be like dirt cheap. Like the first time we went, it was dirt cheap. Then last trip, it was like a little more expensive. And this trip, it was starting to get a lot more expensive, still cheaper than Alani, but like not, you know, the super steel that it used to be, but, but good food and good atmosphere. So can't complain about that.
0: Got it. So, you know, I know that you've been a few times, like what have you noticed has changed? You know, what is kind of new at Alani that people who may have been there before um, should know about?
1: So... Really, we thought there were a lot of changes for the positive. I mean, Disney and Elani had done a lot of great things over the years, and we always enjoyed every vacation that we had there. But, you know, there were a couple of little pain points, and I was very pleasantly surprised to see that some of those things that had previously been pain points, like Disney had listened and had fixed them. And the biggest one of those is Auntie's Beach House, which is the included childcare for ages three to 12. And there was a real problem at aunties in previous years about it reaching capacity. So, you know, a parent will want to go out, parents want to go out to dinner and they go to drop their kids and it would be a capacity and you kind of would be out of luck. And Disney made some changes to the programming that has really alleviated that capacity issue. And it used to be people would like line up like an hour in advance to get their kid booked for dinner. Like that's all gone. Like, we were really, really pleasantly surprised. Like my husband went down the first morning to sign our kids up for, for dinner the first night. You know, and he got there like 20 minutes before opening and he's like, nobody's in line. Why? Because <laughs> um, he remembered the lineup of previous years. So it's way more low key for Auntie's Beach House. I, I was very pleasantly surprised. And there was only one time we noticed for maybe like a two hour window the entire week where the resort, where the um, kids club reached reached capacity. I mean, of course, if it's pouring down rain, like it's going to be a capacity. But other than that, I was really happy to see that. The other thing I should point out, and, you know, we didn't really notice this prior to this trip, but I had heard tell that Alani maybe didn't quite have enough to offer teens and tweens. And they've definitely fleshed out that um, programming a lot more. And we got to experience it now that we have a 10-year-old, we have a tween and there's a tween night at auntie's a tween hour every night where the tweens get to go in a separate room away from the little kids and do their own stuff. My daughter made a ton of friends and they'd meet up at the pool like during the day and that really added value to our vacation to to know that there were there was programming tailored towards her because we kind of thought this was going to be our last trip to Alani for a while because we we had heard that maybe it wasn't so great for teens and tweens. And now my daughter was like, that was the best tween vacation ever. Like, I want to go back. (laughs) Does she actually
0: refer to herself as a tween?
1: (laughs) She does sometimes, you know, part of being 10.
0: Oh boy. (laughs) Uh, You're ready, Joe. You're next. No, 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 no. Okay. So one last question, you know, just for me personally. So the logistics of signing up for Auntie's Peach House, is it like every morning you have to go sign up? for that night or can you sign up in advance like for a day further in your trip or you know how does that look?
1: So you need to pre-register before your trip at least two days prior to your trip you need to pre-register to do all the paperwork and stuff like that so do that online first and then when you get there to the resort you go to sort of complete that process and you get a little wristband. Um, it's actually a magic band that they secure to your child's wrist for the entirety of your stay like, they like lock it to the wrist. And then it's really easy. Like you just walk up to the front desk, you say I want to drop my kid off, they scan the magic band, they let him in, you wave goodbye. You know, as long as they're not at capacity. But if you do want to do meals, you do need to sign up same day in advance and do it at that morning hour between 8 and 9 in the morning. Ideally just just line up a minute before 8 and you you know, you'll be done in seconds. And the dinners and the the lunches are just $10 per kid, which is what you'd pay anyway. If you're getting food at, you know, on the resort, the advantage of that is you are guaranteed a spot. If you have signed up for lunch or for dinner, you are allowed to check your kid in at the designated time, no matter what, like even if it's otherwise at capacity.
0: So, and do they feed the kids?
1: They feed the kids because <laughs> you've signed up for dinner. Okay. So yeah. I didn't they know feed know if the kids. Dinner as a time no. or
0: dinner as a meal. I got it.
1: No, as a meal and as a time. So you get both. And yeah, pizza, like chicken fingers, the usual stuff, hamburgers that the kids alike. like. And we, I think we signed up our, uh, signed our kids up for like maybe four meals during the course of our six day stay. And yeah, nice to know that you have that guaranteed time so that you can make your dinner reservations with your wife.
0: Cool. And so any other things we missed about your trip before we get out of here?
1: Oh, one more thing I should add before we close it out. This is something we learned while we were there. Uh, We actually took an Uber from the airport to Aulani, which we had to take an XL because we had car seats and bags. And it was like, you know, 80 bucks, 85 bucks. It was a little more than I wanted to pay. But we found out there was a company called Charlie's Taxi that has a flat rate deal with Aulani, $55, and they run minivans. So they're the same size as an Uber XL. So that's something that families should definitely, definitely consider for ground transportation if you're not going to rent a car.
0: Got it. So let's finish up with a Disney do or don't. What's your Disney do or don't for Alani? for me?
1: My Disney do for you, Joe, is to absolutely, absolutely eat at the Olelo room during happy hour. That is five to seven every night. They have all sorts of great, very hearty appetizer options and happy hour drink specials. We ate dinner. We made a dinner out of that two of the nights we were there. And I think our bill for like the two of us was like $40 with tip. And we had like as much food as we could eat. We each had at least a drink or two and it was this crazy is cheap. At like Alani? that that is the deal. Yes. Yes. This is their outdoor it's it's a bar and like an outdoor space where they have live music. And the Olela room is it's it's meant to capture like the Hawaii focus on the Hawaiian language. So if you like go and explore it, there's like different Hawaiian words in like all over the decor. It's really and, and the the staff that works there are all native speakers.
0: So is it really like cool.
1: But yeah, super good deal. Super, super good deal.
0: So is it like Trader Sam's crowded or?
1: No, because it is it is like does open out to like a patio area. So it's not super crowded. No, because it, it, it does. There's definitely seats. If you get there during any time during happen, happy hour, there shouldn't be much of a wait.
0: Awesome. Great tip. Well, thanks so much for sharing your trip with us, Leslie. Uh, if you have any tips or tricks about Alani, we'd love to hear them. Contact us, disneydeciphered at gmail.com at www.deciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. As always, we'd appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find this, or consider supporting us at patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered. Other than that, Leslie, thanks so much. And I will not be seeing you at Alani, but looking forward to talking to you about that when I get there in July.
1: Indeed. Thanks, Joe.